How's it going? This is Ty, and this is episode 26 of the Fiction and Copy Decoded podcast. And I just found out, well, not this second, but about a day or so ago, yesterday, that apparently the Apple people don't like episode numbers in their titles. So I'm going to have to see, do some good old-fashioned legwork to see what episode I'm on the old-fashioned way to keep track of it. So anyway, let's get to it. Uh, Today's episode is going to be about Mickey Mouse. Well, in part. Uh, If you don't know who Mickey Mouse is, hmm, not sure if I'd be able to help you. Basically, one of the most well-known cartoon mice of all time. And I had originally designed the post that this episode is going to be based on to be a copywriting codex because of what I discovered in an episode of the House of Mouse cartoon series that I really enjoyed and I because I really like cartoons, even though I watched this episode like a long time ago, years and years, it's still with me. I really like, as an aside, I really enjoyed the House of Mouse cartoon series because it's basically all the Disney characters who uh, get together to run a nightclub. So instead of doing like entertainment like nightclubs usually have, like gambling or whatever else they may or may not have, they uh, show cartoons. And I thought that was pretty cool how they intertwine cartoons in a show about cartoons. They intertwine real life stuff like running a business and things like that. It's not really geared toward that, but it's interesting. Anyway, in one of the cartoons that they had shown is about Mickey. He's in a cabin like in the mountains. It's snowed and it's like really secluded. And Pete, Pegleg Pete and his cousin Zeke find the cabin because they've like stolen a bunch of money and they need a place to hide out. So they kind of ambush, well, not kind of, they actually do ambush Mickey and like tie him up and a lot of other hilarity ensues. Uh, Mickey deprives them of food because they, they basically force him to eat it because he's hinted that maybe one or the other of them is planning a double cross attempt to poison the food maybe so that they get nothing. So basically he gets to eat all the food and they get nothing. After <laughs> about three days of like no sleep and craziness, Mickey eventually brings to justice in a hilarious way and that's it. And this is a great story and it's pretty funny. This is a copywriting codex or it was. Okay, what does a cartoon mouse have to do with copywriting? Okay, well, a couple things. And these things build on each other, and writers of any kind can use them. You don't have to be a copywriter. You, if you write for your business, that's fine. If you write fiction, that's fine. But it also works if you have to persuade, if you'd like to persuade somebody in a non-manipulative way to see things the way you see them. And that's what that's the heart of the matter. Okay. Number one. Mickey thought well on his feet, really well. Uh, after he had gotten tied up, you see, he had tried to call out to reach the cops. And this was uh, 
this rather hilarious scene where Pete talks about tearing up the phone book. And so if Mickey tries to call the police, he won't be able to look up the number. So anyway, he succeeded in turning Pete and Zeke against each other only because of the fact that he, well, in my mind, he acted as the only solution to their problems. That's a whole lesson in itself, and that was actually, I should have made, in the original post, I should have actually made this number two of the instance. And I could make it another post or even another episode in itself, but I will say about this that once somebody figures out you understand what they're going through, and that why what they have tried to solve their problem hasn't worked, they're more willing to listen to you and what you have to say. Because if you know what they've gone through and why it hasn't worked, maybe you understand their problem to a depth that they don't, so that you can tell them a solution that may actually work for them because you've been there or know people who have been there. Because Mickey positioned himself, well, by default, but he did try very hard to position himself as the only solution to their problems. And thinking on your feet takes many different forms. I mean, I, I think of it as more like something like impromptu comedy or a speech, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. I think there are a lot of different things we can do as writers or even just general persuaders in normal communication between people that we can get through to other people to in a totally non-manipulative way, of course, to help people figure out what they're, what they're dealing with, why they're dealing with it, if it's not obvious, if it is obvious, what we can do to help. Okay, and number three for Mickey is that he considered his audience. I mean, to be fair, this one was more of a guess for him, but he figured out based on like human behavior, pretty much, he figured out that they did Pete and Zeke didn't really trust each other very much, and he used that against them. Not that you should do that with have <laughs> to be careful that anybody should do that to manipulate anyone. They shouldn't. What they should do is to figure out how and why they should be able to help other people based on those experiences, the experiences that those people should have have had. Which figuring out people, how people think and what they want is really super helpful to do that. Which really, which really reminds me of the fact that I should probably do something to really try to beef up some of these posts I should and episodes to bring them forward, to bring other concepts, to make new things. Because another thing, Mickey always remembered, he remembers certain things. And as a persuader, I don't think he was, I don't think he was necessarily behind Bugs Bunny as far as actually working to help people or working to help others realize their interests or to realize his own interests. But I think between him and Bugs Bunny, they showed Bugs Bunny doing it more 
So I think Bugs Bunny would be the pretty well undisputed king of figuring out somebody else's strengths and how he could leverage them for the better. Strengths or weaknesses. Which is what it's all about. Not to be manipulative, but to realize that there are a lot of different things people view as strengths and weaknesses, and they can be used depending on how people react. Like, for instance, if somebody is a great communicator over video, not audio, then that would be, that can be used to somebody else's advantage to help get the word out. So, <laughs> like I said, uh, considering your audience and thinking well in your feet does really well for fiction writers too. But it's a, it's a different thing because the goal of fiction writing, well, other than getting people to give people a laugh or maybe is to basically entertain them. I mean, it's still business in that sense. It's still business writing, but it actually... The business side of it usually starts when you try to market that writing or to tell people about that writing that you've done. Hey, I come up with a new story or a collection or whatever. Here it is. It's Go check it out if you like XYZ type of a thing. So anyway, enough of my rambling. Uh, that'll be it for today's episode this week. I appreciate you guys hanging out. To learn more about the pod, to learn more about this podcast, you can Go to, I have a podcast page, but I also have a blog connected to the podcast that I'm using as a base, as well as my own life experiences for the material that you hear here every week. Uh, to learn more about that blog, you can visit it at fictionandcopydecoded.wordpress.com. You can learn more about me there. You can also learn about me from my copywriting samples website, which is tymallcopywriting.yolasite.com. Yola site is one word and it's Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. And yeah, next week, if nothing else comes in between it and I don't have an, another awesome thing to talk about, I'm going to actually go over, because this was originally a three-part series way back when I wrote it, going to go over a hard-to-understand sailor with anger management issues who was also a Disney character. So, all right. I appreciate the time you spent here, and I will catch you guys next episode. Thanks. Bye-bye.